So my name is Lars Hedlund, uh, and I'm the founder and CEO of uh, sorry of uh, Yongo. Uh, and uh, Yongo is a sauce producing company. We produce uh, at the moment a spicy banana ketchup and our newest product is a, a coffee a barbecue sauce. Yeah, so I started Yongo as a kind of a side project because, well, basically I thought it was going to be easy uh, in terms of making like something. Um, but also became very aware when I moved to Rwanda that there's not a lot of, uh, of products and even though the country produces so many great things in terms of you know fruits and vegetables uh, they're not transformed into into something particularly exciting and I felt that there was something missing there um, so I started to um, like play with the thought about making something that would fit with the taste that were already here and also with the with the produce that was already here. So that's why we, we created um Yongui Shushe, the, the banana ketchup. Um, and the 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 push has been it's been going for a while and uh, slowly by slowly and uh, trying to overcome some of the hurdles um, which there are many of and uh, especially working with the uh, Kigali farmers and artisans market have mm -hmm. been helpful okay. uh, to get it out there and also to test to test the market mm -hmm. um, having you know hundreds of people coming in uh, once a month before covid mm -hmm. and then you can have them taste what you what you are putting there yeah. and getting a lot of feedback um, that have been very interesting sure so so the um, we're still quite a small production size, so the the uh, sourcing is coming just from the local market. So I have a couple of wholesale um, wholesalers uh, who's, who's very professional, who will be able to deliver on time and, and consistency and all that, and which prices are all right, they're decent. As we grow, the the idea is to go and source directly from farmers. Um, to get a better price, but also to, to kind of build that, that relationship. So we might have some say in, in the production as well, in terms of uh, organic, for example, um, or um, whether or not we, we want the harvest to be just a little bit short, uh, earlier to get more the, of the sugars and the products and stuff like that. Um, so we basically produce in a very small uh, location. And we're trying to get that S marked, uh, so getting to the standards that we can sell it in the big supermarkets, but also with, so there's a possibility to do official uh, export. Um, but it is a process again to, to, to get to there. One of the things we've been not struggling with, I guess struggling a bit with, is packaging. Okay. Uh, so there's not a lot of packaging in, in, in Rwanda available. Um, and because we wanted to be a, a quality product, um, especially if you want to export to Europe and to the US, it has to look the part. It can't look too scruffy. Um, people already suspect um, that things aren't quality coming from Africa, which is not fair, um, but that's why we have to kind of go that extra mile as well. Unfortunately, when we look at something like glass uh, jars, which we are using, there's not really a lot of glass production on the continent. So, so far we, we talked to producers in uh, Mombasa and in, in uh, Dar es Salaam, but they are not very forthcoming.
Um, and that means that we have to export from further away. And because we're not a big production, mm. we can only produce, uh, we can only get small uh, shipments in, and this makes the price even more expensive. Yeah. On top of customs and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So, so I mean, that that all depends on on, on which market share you're trying to to go for. I think. Um, so, it, it is. Definitely pricey uh, when it comes to well, our, our product is, is, is kind of in that high category. Um, but when you look at, at the comparison, so if you look at the mayonnaise or the ketchups in, in the stores, uh, which I'm brought in like en masse, it's not that much more expensive, honestly. So I, our margins are just smaller. Um, but unfortunately, that's just how, how things are. You know, there's a, quite a high tax, uh, taxations, and there's high customs on bringing stuff in. But 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 that's how it is. If somebody have a, a ton of money and, and wants to just bring in um, packaging materials by the container load, I mean that would definitely be business, absolutely. Um, and, and especially after the, so last year the, the plastic ban came in effect, so single-use plastic ban, and, and that essentially means like everything you see here with, with um, your, maybe not jams, but you see peanut butter and honey and stuff like that, all packaged in, in plastic, and that's not technically legal. Mm. Um, and that's one part, that's also why we, we started with those plastic jars, but avoided it as well. And one of the other reasons is that it's very difficult to sterilize. Um, so you also have the hygienic reasons for, for not using it. Um, but we support the like we support the, the, the like zero waste and we support not using plastic products. Um, but there is just not like a lot of other alternatives at the moment. <laughs> we, we, well, we, we're probably about two years old, I think. Yeah, um, we're definitely not profitable. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm losing money every month on it. Uh, so far, uh, because we can't get to the, at the moment we, we can't get to the mass that we need, uh, to the critical mass. Um, but we, we're going, we're getting there, and once we get the critical mass, it, it should be quite profitable, both in terms of, of the local market, but also in terms of exporting um, to the continent, but also uh, outside of Africa. Yeah. Again, that kind of depends on, on which kind of products you're looking at and which timeline you're looking at because everybody says Rwanda is a small market and it is in terms of purchasing power at the moment but there's like a middle class growing fast you know you have kids coming out of school uh, with, with like from academia you know a lot of people coming out there there's a lot of jobs being created at the same time this is a country of 12 million people and that's not a small number so if you're producing something that's that's quite cheap well you do have a huge market uh, one of the examples I always use is, is um, a year ago, up till a year ago, all of the toothpicks in Rwanda were made in China. Right? So obviously there's a market. It all just depends on how much you want to make in each one and, and how willing you are to, to scale to, to meet that demand. Um, currently we, we only have um, uh, day laborers. Um, so we have probably between five and 10 day laborers. Um, whenever we do production or have some capacity that needs to be done. As I said, the, the, just the lack of products on the shelves was one of the reasons.
Uh, another reason is like I'm from a food background. Um, I've done everything from farming to uh, food production to restaurants, and I I felt that it was a shame to see so so many good uh, raw materials, so many good products being being you know produced on the farm and not being put to use. I'd say three to five other African countries, and maybe in in Europe or North America. Um, yeah. Oof, there's a lot of advice, and also depends a bit on, on which which sector. But I'd say consistency and quality is very important. If you if you start start with a high price and a high quality, you have to keep it. If you start with something stuff something you know cheap and simple, you know you you can you can increase the price. But if you start with high quality, you can't decrease the quality. And that's what we see a lot with, with, within Kigali and within Rwanda, with a lot of businesses that are started, whether it be cafes or products or what it is. It kind of starts on a high note and then people haven't been calculating in the cost uh, over a year of establishing. So you just see, you know, the week after opening, you know, you can't get the burgers anymore or whatever it is. So keep that consistency and, and, and plan for that consistency. I said that that's kind of one thing. Um, I also see just be vigilant about uh, keep pushing for it because there is, as I say, there is a market, uh, but there's a lot of obstacles. Um, don't try to cut corners. If you want to be a, be a business, uh, you will be having to pay taxes. So if you haven't calculated that into your into your um, product cost. At some point, you'll then have to increase the cost of the product, and that means that you will have to say goodbye to a lot of the, your customers. So having the, those mechanisms building from the from the early start, I think, is paramount. Yeah.